<laughs> All right, welcome to uh, episode 45 of our Run Club podcast. Um, we've been doing this for quite some time now, yeah. and we thought since it's called our Run Club, we might bring in somebody from our Run club. club. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. do you want to introduce Bryna to the Yeah. To uh, the crowd? Bryna Hebert is um, a pacer in, uh, in our Run Club, Roadrunner uh, Run Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, she is um, she's one of our pacers. She's uh, very very positive. Uh, the reason why we had her on for the first um, our first guest from the club is that she's very positive. She represents our store and our club. Um, you know, newcomers come in, and she's right on the. You know, she's right on it. She, uh, you know, uh, makes everyone feel comfortable and uh, keeps an eye out on everyone. And keeps them gets them back in one piece, and uh, you know, she's a positive role model. No nonsense, doesn't take any bull, and we like that. So yeah, exactly. No, we like a no nonsense pacer. Uh, we, we think it's great. We think yeah. it's great. So we figured we'd have you on, Brian, and just uh, talk about your running story. You know, we want to know a little bit about it. Yeah, how it all began. Yeah. So your origin story. Think like Marvel comics, like <laughs> your humble it's beginnings. Not, it's not that exciting, but I will say, my mom would say. I learned to walk at 14 months, and I've been running ever since. <laughs> there you go. Just chased you around the house. Yes, yes. And uh, I have a brother who's only a year older than me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we were always, and we still run together. I'm going to be running with him this weekend. That's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. See, that's cool. Yeah. Did you grow up in the Providence area? Or? No, I'm from Chicago. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you so, know, yeah, okay. Yeah. I so, like Chicago. I Sorry. like Chicago too. We've got thousands yeah. of listeners from from the Chicago area, the greater Chicago area. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. We love it. Someone just sent us one of those big tins of Garrett's uh, popcorn, you know, the oh, yeah. gourmet stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Anyway. Yeah. But go ahead. As you were so, saying. so I started running track in high school. Cool. Because I had no eye hand coordination. And <laughs> that, <laughs> you sound just like me. Right. I stopped right. growing when I was like 12. And I was like, all right, I think I'm going to run. Go. Me too. Yeah. I made, yeah, 12. I was the tallest girl in sixth grade and the shortest in seventh grade. <laughs> well, there you go. That's how it goes. So, yeah, so I started running and I always loved it. And then yeah. finally, by my senior year in high school, we had a cross, girls cross country. Because nice. I'm old enough, it was like just at the beginning of Title IX. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we didn't always have mm-hmm. all of the sports available to yeah, girls gotcha. that boys had. Like, they didn't have girls' soccer. They didn't have girls cross country, and I wasn't bold enough and strong enough to run with the boys like one of my friends did. But then by senior year, we had girls cross country. Cool. What was that like? Is that a fun team? It was a fun team, and it was a lot of girls that did other sports and needed to stay in shape. (laughs) That's kind of, yeah. So we had a lot of gymnasts. Yeah. Yeah. Track. Yeah, and like I said, there was no soccer, so there wasn't really the fall sports for girls. There weren't, weren't a lot of. Yeah. You know, especially if you didn't play basketball. And basketball was actually quite competitive at our school. Yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine. Cool. So that must have been interesting, having a new squad yeah. put together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then after high school, did you run in, like, college? Or did I you kind of... Like... I tried. I went to University of Colorado, so mm-hmm. that was yeah. Division One school. Very, yeah. yeah. And Good spot to run. And my thing, I usually did well at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. but once the other girls got in good shape, yeah, <laughs> the girls who were faster than me were... They would be beating me. So my freshman year, I did run with the girls' cross-country team, but I never got to compete. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I was always, I was way in the back. I mean, these, this was the buffs. They yeah, were, they're no mm-hmm. joke. They're yeah. no joke over I mean, there. these are girls on scholarships, right. and I, I didn't have that kind of talent. So Running at altitude um, as well, that must have been pretty wild. Yeah, well, you get used to you it do. when you're yeah. there, yeah. but I just wasn't fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't think there's many people who are. 
yeah. fast enough to hang yeah. with the, the yeah. buffaloes. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Division One, so, but I always yeah. kept running, because yeah. I always liked it. That's and so cool. then I would just do road races and stuff. And yeah, cool. Got to do the Boulder Boulder, where you finish in the stadium. Nice. That's, That's cool. cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Fun. I love yeah. it out there. Yeah, that yeah. must have been nuts running there. I've never actually been to Colorado. That's oh a spot God. I would love to go. Yeah. Well, That's my incredible. my younger yeah. sister's she lives in Lafayette, so she's close to Boulder. Yep. But she's been in the Denver area for years, and um, and I used to go out there and visit her and spend you know spend a lot of time yeah. when I was school teaching. I'd go out there for five or six weeks, and I love it. But it's very humbling when you get out there. I was mountain biking out there and running, and it's a humbling experience because yeah. you know when you're at altitude, it just it takes a while to get used to it. Well, yeah. for me anyway. So. Yeah. Sucking wind. But I was sucking yeah. wind. But when I when I was out there long enough and I came back, I felt really good and really strong. You know, when yeah. I came back to Mass or Rhode Island. So. So when you moved back to Chicago, you must have been like, did you move back to Chicago after college? I did. Yeah. 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 So you must have been like flying, because you just spent years. Well, I could have been flying, <laughs> but I actually went to Europe for about two months after oh, I graduated well, college. Yeah. <laughs> I got back to nice. Europe. Yeah. And so I didn't do fun. much running when I was doing that. That's yeah. cool. So I probably blew that advantage that I would have had. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Did you ever have times where you laid off the running? and? You know, yeah. Or? I mean, there were times, like certainly after my kids were born. <clears throat> yeah. So my oldest are mm-hmm. twins. So oh, yeah, when I was pregnant with them, yeah, they didn't even want me to get my heart rate over 140. Yeah. <laughs> I could eat lunch and it would go up to <laughs> right, 140. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's that's tough. <laughs> so they wouldn't, you know, I couldn't go for walks and stuff like that because they were concerned that they were in the same sack and stuff. So oh, it was yeah. like kind of a little bit high risk, but and everything ended up being fine. But it was just. Oh my God! It was a lot of weight. Oh gosh, it was not yeah. easy. So, and then I had to take care of twins, and so tough no. to get out for a run. Yeah, like and I only have one baby, and, and I'm hard. having a hard time. Yeah, I can't imagine having yeah. two at the and same time. And we lived time. in Minnesota at the time, and they were born in October. So, like you know, yeah. as soon as we came home from the hospital, the leaves were off the trees. It was it's below like freezing out. 10 it was like out. yeah, Jeez. I was not going anywhere. So I would say probably about the time my son, and he's three years younger than my daughter, so probably around the time they were like five and he was around two, I started running again with some women in the neighborhood. And we'd go out really early mm-hmm. um, while the dads were still home yeah. and then get a little run in. and then. That's cool. Did you see, did you, was it like really tough coming back? Because my wife has gone through kind of this recently and it's pretty rough coming back it is because in you know if you're still nursing or doing anything Mm -hmm. like that there's still a huge demand on your body right and the thing is like you know when you go to give birth there's all these hormones that loosen your ligaments up Mm -hmm. so the baby can get out right but then it takes a while and I think if you're still nursing, I could be wrong about this, but it just takes a while for everything to kind of solidify again. And sometimes right. it doesn't really, you feel kind of loosey-goosey. Yeah, I think I was My talking to your wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your you wife know. had mentioned that. She, she, yeah. just, she still runs, but it just feels yeah. different she felt, now. Yeah. You know? She felt loosey-goosey, yeah. Yeah, and if you have an rough. easy pregnancy and you can keep running while you're pregnant, it's yeah. one thing, but mm-hmm. I couldn't run when I was pregnant. And so then it's like a year. You've gone a year without running. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's a big difference. Totally. Yeah. 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 And then, so, got back, 
kind of yep. snowballed into keep running, keep running, and yeah, for the most part, there since. was a gap there with some really bad plantar fasciitis where like I ripped it. I feel like everybody's had plantar fasciitis. Maybe not I know, ripped I know I it. Yeah. What yeah. is that like? That's got to be. Felt like I stepped up. So I was at karate with my son, yeah. and I took the step, and it felt, and I was like. Who leaves a rock in the middle of the mat? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, it felt like I'd stepped on a sharp rock. And I look around, and I'm like, yeah, nobody left a rock in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. just exploded. And I couldn't figure out what it was, but by, like, by the time I got home, I couldn't walk on it. Oh, man. So, yeah, then I was in a boot for a while. Yeah. It didn't require yeah. surgery or anything like that. No, because that was the surgery, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the doctor was like, let's just put you in a boot and let yeah. it heal, and... You know, so then I took a little little time off because I was afraid mm-hmm. I probably couldn't run oh, anymore. Yeah. So it took a while, and then then I had this um, I had a weird tumor grow inside my foot, huh. and um, and he did have to do surgery to take that out. But then I got physical therapy and stuff. Yeah, and that helps. So then I was able to get to yeah. back to running again. Would you say that was your worst your worst uh, running injury, or were there any other? Yeah, it wasn't that? even related to running. Really? it was it was the plantar fasciitis. That was, was probably yeah. Worst. I did yeah. actually. Um, I ran in Chicago one year mm. with a stress fracture in my hip, and I didn't know it. Wow! That was back in the days when they had Biox, yeah. and mm-hmm. they thought it was like bursitis, so mm-hmm. the doctor had prescribed the Biox, mm-hmm. and so I took Vi- I ran. And, and then I came home and they did, a, they did a scan and they were like, oh no, you had a stress fracture. <laughs> Sorry about just giving you Biox. My mom again, yeah. would she had to take Biox for something too. She was like, and you know, she was in her 70s. She's like, I felt like I could turn cartwheels with that stuff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I ran a marathon oh. with a stress fracture. Oh, there you go. Get me some Biox. <laughs> Took it off the market. It was killing people. Oh well, never mind then. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's hold off the bias. Bias. It was like yeah. people had a heart condition. If you had a heart condition, it was bad for you. But it was like a super anti-inflammatory. Inflammatory. Yeah. Wow. It was really good. So that was probably technically like the worst. The worst. Yeah, but the then I just pressure. like had to rest for eight weeks and it was fine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, I always feel like I've had a like I feel like I've had a stress fracture, but I just kind of like let it go. And yeah. then didn't run for a long time, and that yeah, and it was it probably yeah. all that a doctor would have told you yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's so. Was that your first marathon, Chicago? I yes, but much you right, but way before that. So when I yeah. lived in Chicago, um, when I was in my twenties, I ran Chicago. Back when they used to have it like later in the fall, mm-hmm. and I think it snowed that morning. Fun. Nice. You didn't accumulate. It's yeah. just perfect temperature. Yeah, yeah. Has it always been like a huge, huge race? Yeah, it was even big then. They yeah. used to start us out on. Some people were on LaSalle, and some people were on. I don't know which street it would be like North, mm-hmm. and then a couple of miles in, you would come together. Ah. It was, the course was a little different then, mm-hmm. so it was big even then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I did a couple times when I was younger. And then I did it, um, I think in 2000, 2001. Like just, it was just a couple weeks after 9-11 mm-hmm. that year. My wife did that race and I loved it. Yeah. I didn't run, Yeah. but I loved Chicago as a city. Yeah. It's pretty mm. cool. Yeah. It is really cool. It is cool. Really, really cool yeah, city. Yeah. Delicious pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we Good did like shopping. a boat tour, which was really cool. Oh yeah, the Wendella. I, yeah, I enjoyed the, that. Yeah, do like a little architecture thing. Yes, the architecture yeah. boat tour is excellent. That one was fun. Yeah, really cool. but uh, 
I hear it's a nice course for a marathon, right? It is a nice course. It's flat. It can be, it can get hard because it's so flat, you know, there's very little undulation. And so you're kind of doing the same action over and over again on concrete. And so if you're more used to blacktop, it can be a little hard. I've avoided it for a while because it can be hot. Mm. But yeah. I'm actually going to do it again this year. Nice. Cool. Yeah, Wendy talked me into she it. She talked you into uh, it? She did. Well, after your performance in Philly. Yeah. yeah and then and my mom lives in Chicago. Yeah. Right. And she goes out and watches every year anyway. Well, there so you I go. Thought, she well, can cheer you I'll on. Go visit my mom. I heard it's a really good sure. course for spectators, too, because they it can is. get different spots. It is. Different yeah, spots I mean, I saw. And, yep. You know, I think you can I see saw a number Christine of times. Like five right. times or something. Yeah, it's not that hard to go around and see a couple of places. Yeah. That's neat. Pretty cool. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't run it. I think that's probably why I enjoyed it. Right. But, um, can you talk about Philly though? Because you ran really well in Philly, and I was very <clears> impressed <throat> Thank because you. the conditions were kind of rough. They were not ideal, but they were close to ideal. Yeah. So I did Philly in um, like eight or nine years ago, also, mm-hmm. and that day the conditions were ideal. Yeah. It was like forty-five and sunny, and no wind. Yeah. And Beautiful. it was great. It's yeah. a great course for that because you mm-hmm. have some hills, so yeah. it gives you a little change up. Yeah. And a lot of turns, and it gets it's different. There's it's city, boring. there's park, there's like river yeah, and there's people. Yeah. Not the whole way like Boston, but still, mm-hmm. you know, pretty good crowd participation, and you get yeah. to see people coming and going. So if you're there and you know other people running, you can see them. Right. And near the, in the last six miles, you're kind of coming and going, um, but this year. Yeah, it was raining, and it was cold, and it was windy. Mm. Yeah. And I expected, you know, because I had such a great memory of the time before, (laughs) but we were looking at the conditions, like where the wind was supposed to come from. Mm -hmm. So I thought the last three miles, the wind would be at our back, Yeah. which would be great. But then somebody was telling us it's because of the wall along the water there that the wind Um, circles. (laughs) That's not good. And I was like... (laughs) What? You're right. It's supposed to be in my back now. Gonna be in my face. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was really glad that I thought to wear my winter coat to the start and stick my winter coat in the drop bag. Oh, yeah. Because I knew I was going to be cold afterwards. And then I took that blanket and I tied it around my waist. Yeah. (laughs) And I put my coat on. And then, as Paula was saying, we should have gotten a second medal for the walk back to the hotel. Oh, totally. Because we were walking straight into the wind. And then I think about two, three minutes after I got in, it started snowing. So people were walking back to the hotel in the snow. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. So that was not ideal. But the worst, for me, the worst thing was that the course was really long. Actually, there were two things. It was longer than 26.2? It was 26.6 miles. And so there were two things that were going on. One was they didn't have enough porta potties. Oh, that's awful. Before the race or even on the course. That happened to me when I did Philly. So I was like, I I couldn't, you know, it's dark, you couldn't see. And I was like, I'm just going to go get in line. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it gets to like five miles and I've got to go really bad. Mm -hmm. So now I'm not even, I forgot to fuel. Yeah. Because my mind You're was like, like, I gotta, go I gotta find a porta potty. Right. Is there an alley I can go down? Right. But no, there were police. I couldn't go down the alley <laughs> right. if the police were there. Yeah. Like yeah. trying to keep this all in mind. Yeah. And um, so finally, at like eight miles, the porta potty line was short enough. Yeah. But I lost a minute and a half. Yeah. You know, and my goal was to be five minutes faster than the Boston 
qualifying time yep. so that I wouldn't be worried about getting in. Right, right. So I call. did have to keep an eye on the time. And mm -hmm. uh, so I did, you know, finally got to go to the bathroom at eight miles. And then yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I haven't had a gel yet. i got to take well, my gel. Geez, yeah. And so now I'm off and i got to recalculate. I don't know about you, mm -hmm. but on a long run, I can't do math. No, no, no. no. And so I had yeah. to come I try. Up with, yeah. It just doesn't work out. And I was worried, like, if I take one at eight and then I take one at ten, it's going to be too close together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I tried to kind of catch up. Um, so then, you know, it's like 26 miles, and there is no finish line in sight. Oh, and I'm like, where's the finish? So now it's like, oh, so I'm thinking to myself, well, I kind of really want to know what my 26.2 time is. Right. Yeah. Even Boston's not going to accept it, but I want to know what it is. So yeah. I'm paying attention. I press the button so I know what it would have been. Yeah. And then I'm still going, 26.2. Where's the finish line? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't see it. <laughs> you need that. So, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. now it's like 26.4, and I finally see the finish line. Oh, so I'm looking at their clock because I couldn't remember what my what was on my watch mm -hmm. versus what was on the clock. Right. I didn't look at the clock when I went over the start line, so I didn't know mm -hmm. how different I was. But I'm mm -hmm. looking at my watch, and I'm looking at the thing, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm almost at four hours. <laughs> so I see these two tall guys in front of me, and there's enough space in between. So mm -hmm. now I'm trying to pour it on because <laughs> yeah. i got to get, i got, like, seconds to go. Right, right? Yeah. To go. And all of a sudden, they start moving closer. <laughs> no. So I start yelling at excuse me, excuse me. And one of them got headphones, excuse me. And like just ducked between them. And it had like, it was like 359.45. Yeah. But then my phone told me that I did a 355. Okay. That my best marathon nice. in recent history yeah. was three, because they cut me off at, where 26.2 would have been. Ah. So I was pretty excited, but if you're trying to qualify for Boston. Yeah, you better have that course spot on. Yeah. Right. right. That's not fair. Right. No. If you're a Boston I mean, qualifier, yeah. for sure. And you need to have enough porta parts. Yeah. Yes, you do. You know what annoyed me? We've talked about this yeah. in the past podcasts. Yeah. This Porta John situation at Philly was like, they had it set up the worst when I did it. So you have like just a line of portajons, right? And then a sea of people, right? And then when I got to the front, on the portajon it says, "Please form one line for each portajon," like they're like that's actually gonna happen, right? Mm. Right. It's like, huh? Yeah. Use you gotta have a because usually what people do is they self-select. There's like a line that hits three or four of them, right? Because if somebody's having a problem. You're screwed, but if there's a line that hits three or four of them, then everybody exactly. keeps taking turns, yeah. and yeah. it's, it's See, pretty fair. See, that's what you got to do. you got to have U's. Yeah. So you got like two, two right. on each side, two in the back, and then a line for each U. Yeah. That's and how you do it. And the it's thing, tried and true. It's tried true. It is. Mm -hmm. And you know yeah. what? You know the Porta John people know how many it takes. Right. If you've got an hour, and you're trying to get 25,000 people, you load up. Lettered emptied. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Here's how many Porta Johns it takes. Yeah. So that's why I, I get annoyed with when big races try to cut corners. Especially when you drop in like 100, 200 yeah. bucks. Right. Yeah. And they advertise, oh, it's a fast course. Yeah. You know, people are trying to qualify for Boston. Yeah. Yeah. And there's 20,000 of them. So right. mm. get enough Porta Johns, yeah. please. Yeah. So you did Philly, crushed it, qualified for Boston. Is that your next 
thing doing? What's uh, the next No, because I won't be able to run Boston until 2021. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm going to do the road races, Newport race in April. Awesome. And then signed up for Chicago. Yeah. 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 In cool. October. And then so. you'll train like mad yep. through the winter. Yep. And crush Boston in April. Crush Newport in April. Oh, but uh, yes, the following year. Yes, the following year. You know, I have to say, I try to keep my expectations low Mm -hmm. for running Boston. Yeah. Because the weather is typically a wild card and almost never pleasant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right Um, about that. (laughs) Based on recent history. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because I ran it in 12, 13, and 14. So in 12, it was like 100 degrees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're lucky to survive. Right. You're not going to run a BQ. Not at my level of talent. Mm-hmm. 13, what happened was another porta potty issue. Mm-hmm. And we were, my friend and I were just getting to the start, just in time to get mm-hmm. to the start corral. And not enough policing gotcha. of the corrals. And a lot of charity runners kind of moved oh. up through the corral. And budged in front of people with qualifying times, mm. and then would walk yeah. shoulder to shoulder. Oh, now, in the beginning, there's a lot of downhill, totally, and yeah. the adrenaline's high because the crowds are huge. Yep, it's like you know being in the Olympics, right? You right. know, and so you're full of energy and you're darting around people. I'm like, get out of the way! So by the time I got to the Newton Hills, there was nothing left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've and probably run 28 miles by then. Yeah, or <laughs> because I you're did, weaving. It you're doing a lot. It takes a lot of, to right. weave yeah, through all those kind of things. It takes so much out of you. Yeah, it really, it really does. does. So it was a kind of a lot of sprinting, mm-hmm. and you know, I kind of got to like 24 miles, and I was like, I got nothing left mm-hmm. to pour on. Yeah. And uh, you know, then I ran like a 402, and I needed to run a four. Meh. Yeah. Meh. We've yeah. all been there. Yeah. That's tough. But at least I. Uh, I, I would seriously consider slowing down at 24. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point? Right. You know? And I said, still have to do my best. Mm-hmm. And I was awfully glad I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I crossed the finish line about a minute and a half before that first bomb went off. Bomb off, yeah. Yeah. So geez. if I had slowed down, oh, that would not have been a good story. No, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how that happens? It's crazy. Yeah. Just like one decision yep. changes your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's nuts. Yeah. So, and then the next year was, the weather wasn't bad the next year, but mm-hmm. there was just a lot of high emotionality, oh, yep. you know, totally. and just yeah. hang, staying together with friends mm-hmm. as opposed to thinking about oh, totally. what my time was going to be. Yeah. So, but, you know, and then there's been so many years since then where I was like, <clears throat> yep. 30 mile an hour headwind and rain. Cold and rain. rain. I just feel oh, like humidity, the weather is so heat. unpredictable that time of year. Oh, it's awful. Especially yeah. in Boston. Would you say yeah. that the marathon is your favorite distance for racing or do you have something else that you like more the longer the distance gets the more competitive i am with other people yeah so nice. i was starting to enjoy the ultras so you've done i was going to ask my next yeah, question i've done, done some ultras, ultras cool. and i am a little more competitive and i just really enjoy the trails um but right now i just don't really have the time yeah it's a lot it of work takes. to train it's a lot for of work it. yeah and i do worry I'm not as old as I look, but I do worry about, you know, how much 
you yeah. can push yourself and yeah. you know so yeah. I did have kind of a toe issue when I was doing a lot of a lot more mileage but now I've worked on getting my foot strengthened up yeah. and stuff but um, I do really enjoy the marathon yeah I do like I feel like you can push yourself enough that it's a challenge mm-hmm. but it's not like a 5k where it hurts the whole time <laughs> yeah. that's a good point yeah. that's a good point <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. you hit the you have to it's hit like the ground running the whole time. Oh. I know, I know. Right? Yep. As you get older, the five k turns into like a sprint, basically. I know. Right. And then like it just hurts. It really yeah. does. Yeah, the whole it really, time. really does. Half is kind of fun. Half is fun. I like. I like, I like that distance. I think. I think that's my favorite distance. Yeah, me too. I think yeah. we're in agreement. Half. Well, you guys good. are faster than me. Well, you've run ultra marathons too. So right, but I mean, like... it's just not my natural thing. Right. Right. To like, there's a top stop on how fast I go. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> There's like a limiter on you. Yeah. yeah. So have you run like a 100 mile ultra? Or have you... No. Yeah, what's the, the, what's um, the furthest race you've done? The furthest race I've completed is 50 miles. 50, yeah. I have run a little more than 50 trying to do 100. But um, wow. the first time I tried to do the 100 miler, it rained for like 10 days straight before the race. And like half the race was underwater. And like like up to mid thigh. Oh man, and, that's rough. And um, I just I had blisters on every side of every toe, and a big one under the ball of my foot that popped while I was running. Wow, it was not so good. So, so I did not finish that one. And then they changed it to a course that wouldn't get waterlogged. But it was so hilly mm. that Ugh. by the time the uphills were fine, right? Because you can mm-hmm. walk the uphills. But I just really didn't think I was gonna stay upright on one more downhill. It was just the like downhills my beat you quads, up. Yeah, yeah, beat me up. So mm. yeah, that's what I noticed about Boston when I did it. Was it's like the yeah. downhills beat me up, and then when you get to the uphills, you're like, Ugh. right? You didn't feel like my, anything yeah, left. My quads and yeah, beat up from to, it. It's so hard to go out slow at Boston. It is because the excitement level is so mm. high, and there's so much downhill. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ultra marathons, though, man, impressive stuff. They're fun, mm. you know, and and plus, you know, you're running. Can we put that in air quotes? No, no, because they really are fun. I mean, if you pick the right ones, they really are fun because the vibe is fun. Right, And there's food. You can eat food because you're at a lower heart rate. You can eat real food. You have to, right? You know, and chit-chat with people. I feel like there's a real, like, camaraderie amongst those folks, too. Mm. Like, I've been to the Anchor Down one in Cold State Park just to watch and everybody is like super And I've done the trail animal races up here in in Mm -hmm. Southern Mass. Those are a lot of fun to do. They're very casual, really cheap. Everybody's just out there trying to have fun. Yeah. That's what running's all about, man. That's what it's all about, really. Just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we went over our 20 minute time limit. All right. <laughs> but uh, we want to thank you for coming thank in. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. we appreciate it. Is there it. anything else you want to add to your story? Or... No, I just really enjoy the Roadrunner Club and vibe. I think it is. It was fun when I when I asked about being a pacer, and then I saw the, the rules, and like half of them were all about say hi to people, learn their names, make sure everybody's having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is great. Mm. It's great, yeah. and it has been that way, and I and is what I join. I mean, what I, I really enjoy about this club is, you know, it's it is all about supporting each other and having fun and helping totally. people. Totally, that's yeah. it. 
stick with it. Mm -hmm. So all about having yeah. fun. So thank you for making a club like that. Yeah, thank you for being part of it. You're welcome. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back. So just uh, Ray and I now. Rhina hit the road. Yeah. She was uh, She's a great lo guest. lovely guest. Lovely guest. Um, Very impressive. Impressive. We, uh, we love having her um, as a pacer in our, in, our, in, our, in our run club. Totally. And uh, yeah, she's awesome. Wicked awesome. The best. Yeah. Um, how, so we didn't get to talk about how our running week went. So real quick. My we running wrap week it up. Has been, it's been great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got got some good mileage in last week. I felt good. Yeah, started off this week nicely. So yeah, I cannot complain. You know, no complaints. No complaints. Last weekend, January, it was like close to seventy degrees. Shorts, um, t-shirt, weather. Yeah, and I was sweating my sweating my <laughs> brains off. Okay, I was sweating like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> sweating my brains off. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I, mean, yeah. I went today, this afternoon, 50 degrees Beautiful. still uh, yeah. in January. So, can't complain. And we know we got some cold weather coming, and uh, I'm sure we'll get snow and ice, but we'll be ready for it. It's January. But when it's nice it's and warm, it's supposed, it's supposed yeah. to be cold. I'll take it when it's warm, you know? Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. I had a pretty uh, rough week. Yeah. I got sick again. Yeah, you did? Really? I feel I like I didn't know you were sick. I was sick. You're so hiding I... it. You've been hiding it. I took like three days off from running and then got back into it. What did you do, strep throat or something like that? Uh, well, it was. I thought I had the flu. Oh, Jesus. But I didn't. Right. Uh, did you get your flu shot? I did. You did, okay. It was funny though, I got my flu shot when I was sick. And the guy was like, I can't give you your flu shot, you're sick. You're not supposed to. And I was like... Because it could, it usually will give you, you know, you'll get run a you know, low-grade fever when you yeah. get a flu shot, you know? But then he was like, yeah, you don't look that sick, so give it to me anyway. You seem okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I said before about that other stuff, you know, you yeah, going to give it to you. I'm just going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> right. But, uh, no, I didn't have the flu. It was just like a cold, like yeah. a virus. A lot of that going said. around. So. so I just had to let it run its course, you know? Still a little... <laughs> Under the weather, a little nasally, nasally yeah. a little nasally, but um, was able to run yesterday on the treadmill. Got a few miles in mm. today. I ran a few miles over the weekend. I got a few miles in, but cool. I took off Monday, Tuesday, or no, mo Sunday, Monday, and Saturday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You got to give yourself yeah. a. You got to give your body a chance to rest. You got to listen to your body. Yeah. You got to listen to your body. It's hard for runners to do that, um, but you shouldn't run when you're sick. You really shouldn't. It's if true. you're feeling getting sick, it just you don't do it. You know, um, I can't say that I was practice what I preach, though. You know what I mean? It's, it's hard. True. It's really hard. Yeah. My wife's been helpful in getting mm -hmm. me to like listen to my body in those situations. Yeah. yeah. She's Mine smarter too. than I am, so just, yeah. Wives uh, tend to be smarter. Than yes, husbands. and I, I've you know I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning to follow the directions. You know. <laughs> me so, too, man. <laughs> so yeah. What do they say? Happy wife. Um. And then there's some other end of the happy. Situation. Life. Happy life. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's true. It yeah. is true. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But so, yeah, good week. Good, good week. week. Good week. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, getting some more miles in this week. Sweet, man. I had a couple longer runs and I want to do a couple longer runs on the weekend. So, are you training for anything or no? I'm training for life, is what I'm just training for. Yeah, just living. Yeah, just living. Don't you hate it when people say that? What are you training for? Are you training for anything? Life. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like that. I do. That's all I'm but doing. But that's all I have to say right now about that. I'm just training for life right now. Um, I think know. I picked my race I'm going to train for. I think I'm going to do the Bristol Half Marathon in June. 
I said in oh. I said in the last podcast yeah. I'd like to do a race, and I think I'm gonna do the Bristol Half in June. Really? End of June, beginning End of, of July. Yeah, so it's, that's around Fourth yeah. of July. Yeah. Ooh, it could be a steamer. It could be a real steamer. It could be a real steamer. A real steamer. Real hot and humid. <laughs> um, that's a good one though, because be it's fun. really festive in Bristol. Um, during that time of year, right? Yeah, they leading get the parade, up to it. two weeks get... leading up to Fourth um, of July, they've got like concerts and the Fourth of July parade. But it's just mm-hmm. like the place turns into party town. I'm I mean, serious. Partying. I love yeah, partying right? and I love running. So you and run so... and you party, or you run and party at the same time. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. All right then. That's good. Good one. Yeah, dude. I'm pumped. I gotta start running more though. I do like. Three miles a day. If I go running, I do three miles. <clears throat> you still have time before then. Um, you just, yeah, just, you know, amp your mileage. It's a half marathon. I think that means it's time to end our uh, podcast. Is that our like, outro jam. music? Yeah. Little outro music? We'll uh, wrap it up. Okay. That was a good, good, fun podcast. <laughs> I think it was great. Yeah. So we'll be back uh, next week. Are we going to do the guest thing again? We gotta think about that because I really liked having Brian on, and, and I think that we have plenty of other really fine members of our uh, run club. And yeah, you know. that's true. Yeah, maybe we'll look into that, or we'll come back at you with another hot running topic. Yep. Uh, but thanks for listening. Thanks, folks. And we'll uh, talk to you next week. And keep running. <laughs>